Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey, on your healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing amazing on this wonderful, whimsical... Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday, right? Wednesday! It's wonderful, whimsical Wednesday. Hump day! Hope you guys have been having a really good week. Um, so, first of all, check out this little picture behind me. This is a canvas canvas and I actually picked this up recently at an Airbnb so I was at an Airbnb and it was on top of the mantle and it just spoke to me you guys don't know it but one of these days when I retire I'm gonna live in Mexico on the beach and I have a little boat and me and a couple guys are gonna go out every morning and we're gonna do some fishing and I'm, that's all I'm gonna eat is the fish right from God's ocean and it's gonna be fantastic and this picture behind me reminded me of that vision. Hey there, Rose Baker and Taffy. And hello, Valerie Williams. And hello, Mimi. I see you there. So this picture reminded me of my, my dream and my vision. So I actually messaged the, the Airbnb lady. And I was like, hey, um, would you consider selling this actually took the picture herself so this is an original and uh she took it in greece of all places you, you couldn't tell it but it just looks beautiful so here it is in the cabin in a little piece of heaven crescent city out here in crescent city california hey what can we do feeling blessed feeling blessed so hello there tracy from new jersey and hello there kathy thursday in new zealand yes indeed a whole day ahead of us Send us some stock market tips, Kathy. Hello there, Tim Buck. So, another thought I just had. Um, I went to an appointment today, this morning, with one of my kiddos. And after the appointment, I happened to look down. And look at this, Mimi. Look at this. See, I pulled this button. You guys know I wear these black shirts all the time. I pulled this one. This one was hanging. At, so, I had Tammy, when I was in Chico, washed it. She's my regional manager in Chico. So at her house, she took her pile of clothes and she washed it. She hung this on a hanger, and I pulled it. I had pulled it off there and was put it on this morning. Hey, Tom, went to the meeting, and then I realized I had horns. No, actually, I was in the bank. I went to the bank afterwards, and, and I looked, happened to look in the window or something, and I saw I had horns. Like, I used to be obsessed about not having horns on my shirt. And so, obviously, I'm not too, it doesn't matter so much anymore. I just figure I'll wear it out. Hello there, Mary Hirsch. So, I have a thought, and I'm going to start because today's episode is adoption, reunification, rejection. Because I had a comment from parents on that. And then, but then I had another thought on what matters. And the thought on what matters uh, comes from a, a guy, a dad I know. He's a grandfather. He um, has been raising his grandsons, and I talked to him today, and he's, he's one of my clients. And um, I talked to him today, and he's got cancer. And um, it's, it's real bad, and he doesn't think he's going he's gonna to live long. And, um, 
you know, before I started the dose, I was like, you know what? I've, I've dealt with some emotional stuff today and I hadn't even been emotional. Like usually I, I'm always crying, but I was like surprised. Now here, you know, here come the tears. And uh, he was, you know, I, I called him on the phone and I talked to him and he was really sad. And uh, he said, you know, what I'm, what I'm sad about, what I'm scared about the most are the babies. And he was talking about his two grandsons. And uh, he said, I just want him to be okay. And, uh, you know, I thought, golly, we, we spend so much time being stressed about stuff. We just don't need to be. And we just forget how fragile life is. And then we look up and one day, bam, something happens. And here we are knocking on death's door and nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters anymore. Your kid cussing doesn't matter. Your kid eating something they're not supposed to doesn't matter. Your kid not sleeping doesn't matter. Your kid getting agitated doesn't matter. None of that matters anymore. All that matters is this this last of your life you have right, right now and, and loving the, the people that are the most important to you. So that's what matters. That is what matters. Loving those that you love, loving them, not being fearful for them, not worrying, not worrying about them, loving them, loving them even, even when you're inclined to want to be fearful, even when you're inclined to want to worry, loving them even then. And that's the hardest thing for us as parents is when our children start doing things that, that we don't like, we disagree with, we, you know, we, um, we get so focused and mired in the stress and the fear and the overwhelm and then things happen and none of it matters. None of it matters. Angela says she lost a child to cancer. God bless you. And uh, yes, I do know it's okay to cry, Mimi. I, I don't mind letting my tears out at all. Um, none of it matters. It, the only thing that matters is I say it every single day. And I probably say it, I say it so much that, you know, we don't even think about it as much. But the there's only love and fear. There's only love and fear. You're either operating out of fear or you're operating out of love. And if you're not operating out of love, you're operating out of fear. It, it's, there, there's not a single medication in the world that can change that. There's not a single diagnosis in the world that changes that. If fear is what's pervasive, that's what's pervasive. And so I just want to really encourage you guys. What matters is love. That's what matters. Love your kids. Love your friends. Love your parents. Love your spouses. Love, 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 love. So, um, I had a, a, a it was a comment that David Roby sent me um, that some parents had left on on a, a feedback form or something, and they were sharing that they had adopted two little girls, two biological little, two little girls, and but that's not why they were were writing the, the comment is that they had an, an older adopted child who had recently tried to have reunification with their biological parent, and it was going well. They were talking on the phone; everything was good. 
And then when the child wanted to meet the mother, and I'm supposing I'm supposing the child is like an older child. And I don't think I had a got a number on that, but I, something about it made me feel like she was maybe young adult. So when the young adult was ready to meet the biological mother, biological mother couldn't do it because biological mother had never told her husband that she had been pregnant before and had a baby. Kind of reminds me of my situation when I first talked to my my biological mother. She's like, I need to call you back. She's like, I'll call you back tomorrow. And she actually ended up calling me back like 30 minutes later and was like, you're right. You know, I'm your mom. You're my baby. I prayed for you my whole life. She said, I had to tell my husband. Her husband thought I had been aborted. And so, you know, thank God she was courageous enough to tell him. But in this particular situation, the biological mother was not courageous enough. There's probably just too much shame. And she just cut off all contact with the adopted child and now this has caused the adopted child to start really acting out probably just feeling at 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 the core of rejection and and feeling abandonment all over again and not being able to make sense of those emotions because those emotions come from the brainstem and they're not conscious those emotions come from an unconscious place so um She's probably not able to make sense of what she's feeling and what she's experiencing right now. So mom mentioned in the comments that she's, you know, making a lot of bad choices. And, and I just, I want to, I want to frame that for you because this is kind of ties, kind of ties right in what I was, with what I was just saying. So this child is making a lot of bad choices and the parents are seeing this and it's stressing them out, it's freaking them out. And, you know, they're probably not sure what to do. And mom said, you know, they used to do a lot of old school parenting and now they're trying to practice more of a fear to love approach. And, and we label her choices as bad choices because they make us feel uncomfortable. They make us feel scared, but she's, what if I told you that what we're calling bad choices is her attempt to try to make herself feel better and it's all she knows to do. It's like her survival mechanism and she's, her core abandonment rejection issues are stirred up so much that she's just, she's just being driven to try to feel better, to try to feel okay. What if it's that? What if it's not bad choices? And then what if instead of looking at it as bad choices and probably creating unintentionally creating more stress, what if you just what if you just said to her, you're hurting, you're hurting and you're sad and it really sucks. It really sucks that this woman can't love you or, or is unwilling or is too scared. But we're here for you. We've got you. You know, let me hold you. Let it out. Let me have it. Share it with me. Give it to me. We're here for you. We've been here for you your whole life. We're not going to stop just because this person in your life has 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 made a bad decision and she's going to miss out on the beauty of who you are doesn't mean we want to lose you and we're worried and we're scared and let it out. Give it to us. We want it. What if you what if you did that as a as a as a possibility? And maybe that just starts. Maybe that starts as a phone call because I don't know the oh oh no you said that she's living with you so you know be sad with her. Be sad with her. Be hurt with her. Be scared with her. Be scared that she doesn't feel like she's enough. And you know what? I remember one of my mentors from graduate school, 
And I probably remember this because I was adopted. Because we didn't talk about any kind of adoption stuff in graduate school. I mean, it's like, I didn't even know if the word adoption was ever even brought up. I know the words of attachment were never brought up. But I remember he said to me that this research said that 80% of adoption reunions ended in significant depression. And that has, that was, gosh, <laughs> 47, that was 25, 26, 25, 26 years ago, 27 years, 26 years ago, that they ended up in, in episodes of major rejection because it never works out according to the fantasy. And, you know, and I'm thankful, you know, significantly thankful that my, my bio, reunion with my biological parents went, went as well as I could possibly hope for it to be. But I also, you know, I'm psychologically minded enough and obviously have been doing this work for a long time to not go into it with any illusions or any fantasies because I had a secure base and, and you know, I didn't, I didn't need more parents. I had parents. I just needed information. So I went into it with a different mindset. But I do know, um, in fact, I, I, I know lots of adult adoptees who've had reunions that have failed to live up to their hopes and their fantasies and it creates a lot of it can create a lot of sadness it can create a lot of anger and a lot of resentment but what you what i want you to understand about your adult child your adult adopted child is that that anger and resentment and sadness is turned inward on themselves they blame themselves they see themselves as not being good enough they see themselves as as being the reason for the rejection, for the abandonment. They're not blaming anyone else. They might get ugly, they may be ugly and stressed out and spew mean things to you, but it's just a reflection of what they're feeling inside. And so if you could just try to, you know, move move up into into that level of support and mindfulness and awareness, I think it will go a long ways in helping the the, the create some repair for your daughter and also it, it will most likely bring a new level of communication and healing to your whole home to your entire home so it doesn't have to be a bad thing that this happened god is at work and god is probably trying to create a scenario to where you guys develop an understanding a different understanding now so that when your little adopted children grow up that you can support them in a whole different way. So, see, we think we want to. We always want to judge things as as bad, and without realizing there could potentially, just potential for. Just take a deep breath. Just told one of my teenagers this today. If you just take a deep breath, and ask yourself, perhaps this could be about something else. We just pause, but we got to take that deep breath. So, I hope that's helpful to you guys. Again. Love is what matters. Love, love yourself. Love yourself. Love your kids, even when it's scary, even when it's fearful. Just keep coming back to love at any given moment, at any given moment. Remember, at any given moment, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm. We live in a world full of fear. We live in a world full of overwhelm and stress. I had, I had friends call me today saying, hey, where's a safe place we could move to for a few months during the election? I was like, what? 
Yeah, where's a place that we could move to, our whole family we could move to, because we don't want to be in Detroit, Michigan during the election because the militia are taking up arms and it's going to get bad. And I'm like, wow. And I said, you guys do know that that's not, that's not the whole world. Like, you could probably just move, you know, across town. I mean, it, it's like, dang, people are thinking about having to move their whole family and buy cans of food and stuff. And that's just, we live in sad, stressful times, guys. And we have the choice to operate from that perspective of fear. We can slow down, take three to 10 deep breaths, and we can choose love. We have that power too. We have the power to choose love in any given moment. We have that power. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday, a fantastic evening. Pray for you guys each and every day. And just hope that your family finds the peace and the happiness and the fulfillment and the contentment and the love that your heart desires. God bless. We'll talk to you tomorrow.